Welcome to the Ether. Today is Saturday, October 1st, 2022. Today on the Ether, Cosmos Haas wishes Juno a happy birthday. Let's take a listen. Uh, I'm going to give it a little couple minutes before to see if anyone wants to stop by. If you guys want to talk, man, just raise your hand and put you up. Say what you what's what you guys been doing. There's quite a few things that I've been doing. Um, not even all necessarily in IBC. I've been kind of just exploring. I think the next wave of um, innovation and just like user adoption slash people coming into crypto is like going to be through gaming and music and I guess borrowing lending too, even though those already exist, but those are kind of the plays that I'm looking at. Uh, I know this is mainly about Juno, but um, even like, even like Polygon I've been kind of looking at lately. Because I can't ignore all the partnerships and deals that they have with like really big, big players in uh, Web two and just in real life in general, and um, you know, plus they use Tendermint, which we all know is really good, and so they can scale. So it's just a matter of time until I think they would even IBC enable one day. So it's like okay, well, even if I'm in these ecosystems, I see like I always say this all the time. I see pretty much every blockchain and crypto IBC enabling over the next, you know, two, three, five years. Anyhow, some of them at this moment don't have really incentive to do so because of uh, they built their ecosystem to be like the one roller of the world, so to speak. And that's really not crypto in general. But you know, so like a lot of these ecosystems probably wouldn't want to initially. Although IBC really doesn't. Uh, take away from what they're doing it just adds value in my opinion because it's the way that it should be you know there's no friction people can just go from one chain to another and eventually people won't even look at it like a blockchain they're just going to look at it like an app i mean basically all of all of cosmos is just an app chain anyhow you know each each chain is a sovereign entity however it specifically was built for a specific application and that's kind of the thesis in cosmos is to build um, app chains as opposed to like how other chains are doing it so it's kind of my just rant right now so if anyone wants to come up shout out to Terra spaces for stopping by i didn't even like promote this uh little quick call just wanted to say hello to everyone and see how everyone was doing how you're all holding up what you guys been up to um you know obviously june is one year which is crazy to think about it uh the development within just one year again this is all community-based and community-driven yeah there are some people that have more skin in the game than others but there's not you know venture capitalists they built juno with little to no funding initially anyhow the token was 100 percent airdropped which is awesome you know it's just, just to think about how powerful that is you know the price isn't is doing you know as good as it was but that's pretty much all of crypto you know and to, to the fact that 
Juno reached the top 100 without being on a centralized exchange just kind of proves the value of Cosmos in a decentralized manner. Initially, Osmosis was the first to ever do it. Then it was Juno and then followed by Evmos. You know, those are the three tokens that had no centralized exchange listings. And if they did, I mean, it was because a centralized exchange essentially bought the token and listed. I mean, you can't stop that from happening, but there was no listing fees or loans or anything like that. And I'm not opposed against that, but that just just goes to show you how powerful Cosmos is in general, that you can get three tokens in the top 100 without being on centralized exchanges, which is just crazy to think about that. Like, that's not even fathomable if you think about it outside of Cosmos. Like everyone, you know, initially, um, when when centralized exchange or when Binance listing, when this listing, but it doesn't matter, you know. Like that's how powerful this ecosystem is. We're early, and it's continue to happen. You know, there's going to be other ones. Maybe, maybe something else comes comes along. You know, there's a lot of tokens coming out, a lot of different blockchains, a lot of apps coming out with airdrops and things of those nature. I'm sure maybe one of those will become a top 100 at some point per market cap without being on a centralized exchange as well. So it's very exciting. It's very bullish. Um, you know, I didn't get to go to Cosmoverse for some for some other some reasons I couldn't really you know get into. It was just like family and health, and my health's fine. But so I had to pass that out. But like I was you know looking at the um, I watched pretty much all of Cosmoverse on Omniflix. And then also just like looking at pictures and videos, I mean, that's bullish, you know, like there was a lot of excitement, a lot of building, a lot of development, a lot of collaborations between other um, developers. So let's see what this looks like, you know, a year from now, two years from now. I I can only see how Juno started from, you know, day one till now, one year, and it's a lot of, a lot of development. And I don't know if any other ecosystem really has had that, especially without venture capitalists, like funding and stuff like that. So, you know, let's see what this looks like one year from today. I guarantee you there's going to be a lot more going on. So it's exciting times, man. That's all I could say. You know, none of this is financial advice, but I mean, it's just, it's exciting. I think like Juno right now, yeah, I don't look at the price points, but I do look at the value propositions. I think this could be potentially over the next like two to three, five years, like this price right now could be very laughable. You know, you can like look back at the history of, you know, some other chains like Ethereum, what, you know, people just imagine having, you know, like a hundred dollars, five hundred dollars, a thousand, whatever your wherewithal is, ten thousand. You know, in like Ethereum when it was just a few dollars, you know, stuff like that. I'm not saying Juno's going to do the same exact amount. I don't really necessarily know if any blockchain really will over the next five to 10 years because I think it's going to be diverse unless, you know, there is a, a huge influx of people. But doing like a 10, 15, 20x, 30x on your investment is no joke. You know, like you can't get that anywhere else. I don't I don't try to do price predictions. I just look at value and think about like <clears throat> what Cosmos will be a, as a whole. I don't see the 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 not, uh, user shares or user shares, user growth going down, right? Like I see whatever how many people are in Cosmos right now. And that's just multiplying like substantially over the next, you know, couple of years from now. I don't see it going down. 
It's the only infrastructure that's being built for all these different blockchains to communicate with no friction and just completely in a decentralized manner. No other chains have that. No other ecosystems have that. You have to click your tokens, put them on a bridge, bridge them over, and hope nothing happens to that bridge. And that's not how IBC works. You know, I can go into that. I'm sure a lot of people already know how that works, but that is the future. So like anyone that's already in this ecosystem has a leg up on the rest of the people out there. And also same thing with developers. They see the they see the vision. That's why there are teams coming over from AVAX and Solana and Ethereum and all of the, all of that, including DYDX. You know, that, that was the biggest L2 on Ethereum. They came over to build their own sovereign chain. Why rent when you could just be your own ruler? You know what I mean? It's like, so that's just the functionality of, of all this in, in general. And then you have, you have Juno. It's a permissionless smart contract platform, you know, uh, Rust is better than Solidity. Any developer will tell you that. Yeah, it might be a little bit more complex, but it's better. It's faster. Um, so you're going to have people that are going to be learning that. And also, like Cosmos in general has everything. Like we have JavaScript with with um, with uh, Agoric. You got you have uh, Juno. You, you just have every language. Like Gnots come in. Like just it's crazy to think about it. Like it's it's a it's a paradise for everyone, you know, developers, teams, community. It has everything. You could scale horizontally, vertically. It's just it, it, it's just amazing to think about it. And obviously people don't outside of the space see it, but they're going to wish they did, man. It's just like I, I really feel like it's the same thing with people that seen smart contracts in the beginning were like, you know what, this is going to be amazing. Like this is, you know, not going to replace Bitcoin, but this is what is needed in this space. And, you know, if you threw in money early or you're mining Ethereum early, like, how are you doing right now? You know what I mean? I think it's going to be the same thing with Atom and Osmo and Juno and Seeker, just all these tokens. I think a lot of them have a purpose in the future. So, you know, I don't, I just keep stacking and none of it, like I said, none of it's financial advice, but just keep stacking. I think there's just so much promise with Gina being permissionless. And I always compare it to like, you know, there's no, there's no gatekeeper. So people can innovate. They can just do things. They don't have to like knock on someone's door and get permission. Like, Hey, uh, can I do this? Like, no, you just do it. So that's really powerful because I look at like the history of technology in general and when I was growing up, I'm a little bit older, but like Windows was so cool. It was like any time a Windows update back in the day, like a new Windows came out, like Windows 95 and not, you know, all, all the years through, it was like so cool. It was like, let's go see what it has. Well, all that came to fruition because, you know, Microsoft, I don't know their whole description, but per, for the most part, they were, they were permissionless. Like they allowed Windows to build what they wanted to build. Yes, were there vulnerabilities? Yes, were there were there viruses? But they get patched. You know, it's just like the computer right now. There's always updates on Windows because there's a vul vulnerability or some sort of issue. Well, you just up update it, and it's going to be. It's the same way with with Juno. You know, you look at Solana. I think it just went down again. Um, you know, I own full disclosure. I own some Solana, really, because I just whatever. Like I diversify myself. I tell people that all the time. As much as I love June or uh, Cosmos, but what, that's the cool thing about Cosmos is, even if you're like a Cosmos maxi, you're truly a maxi of interoperability because 
all the chains are sovereign. So like even hypothetically, if the Cosmos hub like went down or went to zero, like all those other tokens, yeah, in the short run would have a negative price uh, sell off, for, for, for example, but they wouldn't die because it's like they're, it's all sovereign nations, right? It's like it's like a treaty with different countries. Like some countries, like NATO, I think Sonny said it at, um, I want to say it was Sonny, during his um, mesh scaling rant in, in Medellin, but I think it was him that said it, so I'm not going to take credit, but I thought he worded it elegantly, where essentially he said Cosmos is, is maybe he said Cosmos or IBC, I can't remember exactly which one he said, but anyhow, he said it's like NATO. And like for anyone out there in NATO, it's just world. It's like a basically a world agreement. They all are sovereign entities and states, and they can kind of do what they want to do in their, you know, their country. But it's like, hey, man, like if one attacks, we all got each other's back. And it's like that's why they call it the IBC gang, you know, and kind of like going from that tidbit into another point was most of us. I don't want to say all of us, but, you know, had some serious skin in Luna and UST and that shit crashed in May. And yes, um, it really hurt negatively because a lot of the pairings were based off of UST and a lot of people had Luna and, you know, but if you were only in the Terra ecosystem, yeah, like you completely did get wrecked. But for those that like really see the the vision of Cosmos, that was just one of many of your um, your investments. So yeah, that shit went and crashed and we lost a lot, but, you know, the rest of the IBC gang had your back. And, um, you know, since since the crash, really, in crypto, like IBC, all the different chains in IBC have pretty much outperformed everything in crypto, especially when you consider all the APR and all the airdrops and, and all that. So and I don't see that changing, you know, it's not a guarantee that you're going to get airdrop. But, you know, like everyone in here knows, like if you stake uh, Adam, Osmo, Juno. Um, for 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 sure, those three you pretty much qualify for any partic- particular airdrop in the future. Which you know, really, it's I don't want to say it's free money because you still have to stake to earn it. It's not like you're getting it free, but really, it is for free. And um, it's this powerful, like the way that this goes. Because if you if you look at it that way, we're all essentially just like venture capitalists in a way. And no matter what your financial wherewithal is, you can be a venture capitalist in this in uh, Cosmos, which is amazing. And um, we're getting rewarded for it. And we'll see what this all takes us to, man. Like, I really want to see what this looks like one year from now. I can see a lot for all of us that's in here that's grinding, buying buying Juno, staking it, believing it, you know, collaborating, adding. Each, one, each person in here adds value to our space. Whether you believe it or not, like, if you have five followers, 50,000 followers, we're all on the same path. We're all on the same vision, mission. And it's amazing to see it, man. Like, um, I don't even know how many t- total protocols and apps are built on Juno right now or are going to be built, but it's a lot. <laughs> so, and what's cool about like Cosmos technology is like all these different applications can plug and chug like on one chain and another and add value to like this whole entire thing. So that, that's why I'm super bullish on it. And I'm really excited for everything. You know, like I am in this space. 12, 15 hours a day, and there's so much going on. Just in Cosmos in general, like just to keep up with it, I don't even know how you can really. Like you, it's just a lot, which is amazing. So, um, that's just kind of my rant. If anyone wants to come up and say hello, feel free to do so. 
I need to take some a, a drink here real quick. So if you guys have any questions, uh, you want to come up, or if you want to just DM me or put them in the comments, I'm here. What's going on, Theo? What's going on, Theo? Hey, can you guys hear me? Yes, I was just taking a chug of Gatorade. Go ahead, what's up? Uh, I'm cool, man. Um, I really appreciate what you're doing. I actually just wanted to appreciate you. I've been pulling up your updates, I think. Uh, three months now since I got into other chains I kind of enjoyed the whole technology about and I kind of stick to it for the past three months now. Yeah, I've been deep down into Cosmosan. Um you have always been a guide, <laughs> like right there in front. I just wanted to have Yeah, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, I mean I just view I just view Cosmos as it's for us. It's for the people. It really is, man. It's not me just showing it. It's like my experiences in life. And seeing that, like, I came from nothing to maybe, you know, I didn't have as worse as other people did in the world, but, um, you know, I didn't have it as good as I, a lot either. And, um, I look at it like it's just in general, like just the premise of it, it's making it more, um, more adaptable and more accessible to everyone. And, you know, there has been like, (laughs) there's been airdrops, right? And again, I don't know how sustainable this is in the future or whatever, but, there has been airdrops where like you technically could have made more for the airdrop than you even had skin in the game. Like there's been quite a few of them. I don't know if that keeps happening in the future, but it has been, you know, there's been different mechanisms for these airdrops, well caps and just there's been so many things that, you know, this has changed people's lives. Like I've talked to people from all over the world and you know, crypto in general has changed a lot of lives, but like more specifically, like Cosmos has. And I just think it's it's meant for just the common person, the way they go about it, the way they build, the way they the way they market, the lack of paying for marketing. Maybe some people would like them to market better. You know, I think we all this this whole ecosystem as a whole can do better with that. But it's kind of like the philosophy: if you build it, they will come. And I think um, I'm not going to criticize that point because I think the technology is revolutionary. And it's just needed. Like, there's no, it's not like a sexy thing. It's not like, hey, like, you know, it, just in, in life in general, like, you need to have infrastructure to get to point A to point B. You know, all the people out there that are building the roads and the railways and the, you know, all, everything, like, none of this could ever happen without them. And I kind of view Cosmos in the same manner. You know, people are out there building the relayers, they're, they're pr- providing all that infrastructure. And it's so necessary. Like, yeah, you could you could have a cool ass skyscraper, you know, but like if there's no roads or paths to get there, like who gives a shit, you know? And like Cosmos is doing it, they're all doing it, and it's just so cool to think about it because like you can be your own nation, your own planet, your own island, whatever sort of metaphor you want to use, and have your own role sets there, but you're still connected to everything else. And I say it all the time. It only, it's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Like I, I've been in this space long enough, not long as some have, but I think my time put into it and the, 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 the amount of time and effort that I've put in studying all this is, is up there with pretty much anyone. And it's not me being like, I'm not like a, a, I don't like to say things like that, but I put a lot of time in. It's the only thing that makes sense, like just logically. 
You know, like a lot of this stuff right now, it's built where like if you went to, I say it all the time, but you go to Starbucks and you have a specific phone, the Wi-Fi doesn't work and the other person's does because they have this. Makes no sense. Like Cosmos builds it, you know, builds that sort of particular situation where no matter what type of device you have, it works. And um, it's the only thing that makes sense. So I'm excited for it. I always say it. I just don't see a reason why a blockchain will not IBC enable for security, just for security purposes alone. It's a network effect. It's the future internet, man. It's just like we're here early. And um, I don't see the user base going down in Cosmos. I don't see it going down in crypto. I don't know how fast it gets to where people want it to get. But I've been into technology for a very, very long time. And I think this point in time in this era is the same as it was back in the the late late 80s all the way through the 90s um, with with just technology and people thought everyone that was in technology back then they all thought you know the normal person or the mainstream media thought they were all insane and even up to 2000 people were calling the internet a scam you know it's like were they right about that i mean essentially everyone's life is affected. I, I, yeah, everyone's life on planet Earth has been affected by the internet. So, I mean, I think that's the same way with like crypto. It's even taking it to the next level because now it doesn't matter where you live at in the world. You have access to all this data, financial wherewithal, everything. You can prove who you are now. Some people don't get that, but there's a lot of places on the planet where you can't even prove who you are or like that you graduated from a particular university or school and, you know, your medical records and all that stuff. Now you can because of like NFTs and blockchain and everything else. So like that point alone motivated me to like get in this space and learn as much as I possibly could because it's changing people's lives. Like people in developed countries may not think of that right now, but um, it's just it like I always say, it's like crypto in general is just speed running like thousands of years of inequality for humans. Like it's just make it will it all it will be perfect or fair. No, nothing ever will be. But it's it's at least mitigating like how crazy and unfair things have been for everyone. It's not it's not anyone's fault, you know, where they're born at or how they were born or whatever, you know, like what color you are, your background. None of that's anyone's fault. You know, it's like you're just born that way. So it's like, why? Why does it matter if you were born in Africa or if you're born in some suburban area in America? Like it should all be we should all be treated with at least fair, fair opportunities. And I think crypto does that. You know, it scares a lot of people in power because that in, in essence, they have to realize that and understand that and be like, okay, and accept it. You know, I don't know how fast that happens for, for those types of people to accept that, but it, it eventually is going to happen. There's just no way it's not going to happen. I just don't know. I can't tell you how many years that takes, but once that happens, you know, a lot of, a lot of good happens in the world. And, um, you know, I always, I always think good always out, out, uh, outperforms evil in the long run. So that's how I look at it. What's going? What's going on, Chef? Hey, man, man, love your energy, love your enthusiasm. The way, like, I really find very few people who are still authentic to the whole ethos of crypto, and it's amazing to find someone who, 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 you know, who gives you a reminder as to why we are here and where we are heading. And so, love your energy. Thank you, man. 
it's just it's it's i say it's just from like my my personal experiences it changed my life man like so people don't know but you know real life i'm a tax accountant it's really boring it's not fun it's the same thing over and over and over you know i'm grateful for everything i ever have and um but anyhow like covid covid happened and kind of kind of like knocked me on my ass so to speak it was like what am i gonna do right now i was laid off and I was like, what's going on? I always loved tech. I always understood tech. Like I built, I could build computers and stuff like that. I'm not a coder, but I mean, I could obviously learn it. So I can't say I can never learn it. But anyhow, I was like, what am I going to do with myself? You know, and uh, I had all this free time. So I just kind of started going at it. And one thing led to another and I, I wouldn't change anything for that. Now it's like, really, um, this is my life. And, um, I, 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 I've got to do so many things that I never even thought were possible, you know, go travel the world and do things and see things and all because of crypto, you know, in the community, like I, all of it's from the community. The fact that I was in June, yeah, I was in June. I was down in Austin, Texas at the central. I was taught, I was speaking on stage in front of like a lot of people about freaking NFTs and stuff. It was just like, what? I even said it on stage. I was like, I, it's just the craziest thing to even think that I'm on this stage right now talking to any of you about any of this. And because if you would have told me that before COVID happened, I would have thought you're all insane. And, um, you know, selfishly, I, I hate saying it because I, I do tell I just met this person not too long, a couple, a few days ago where I live at. We we're talking about crypto and life changing events and like COVID, you know, um, you know, I hate to say it, but it really changed my life in a positive manner. I know I can't it's not the story for everyone in the world, but it changed my life. And I'm just I don't want to say grateful for that because that's not the right thing to say, but like I'm grateful for the opportunity to be up here right now speaking to any of you about this and that people still have the enthusiasm, you know, to, to like hang by because this is the time that you, you learn and grow. And, and if you want to look at it as an investor standpoint, this is the time where you technically do make your, your rewards and your return on your investments It's like doing the hard work when, it's not fun, as fun as it is when, you know, you know, Juno's at $40 or whatever. So I commend everyone for being in there right now. Good job. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, I think it's, it's fair to say that in crypto, we come for money initially, like everyone. And it's, it's, it's not a bad thing just to come here to make some money. But then I find that you find something else here. You find your purpose, you find something larger than life. And then, you know, you, you, you get excited for the life all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden the money becomes a smaller part and something else is your mission. Uh, that happened with many, um, I've seen many people, uh, on the same path and I, I can see you as well. Um, so I have a little bit about me. I'm from India. And uh, India is uh, with 1.3 billion people with 1.3 billion smartphones. Imagine the uh, imagine the potential of what crypto can do to everyone's life here, right? Suddenly, everybody uh, have access to the capital, not just from India but around the world. It's permissionless, so that uh, that impact is going to be huge. Um, so I have been uh, creating a crypto content uh, right from 
2017, uh, when very few people knew about Bitcoin, uh, when I came to know about it, I thought, okay, I want to share this, but whom do I share? My neighbor doesn't want to talk to me about Bitcoin. So I started creating these videos and that turned into a channel and uh, I found a new passion that, okay, this is where I can probably play a role. Maybe so many people uh, don't know anything. Maybe I can be their guide, you know? So that's how my journey started recently. So for Cosmos, I, I want to come back to Cosmos now because that's how I uh, got to know about you. I think yesterday I found out your profile. Uh, so Cosmos, now Cosmos, I, I made my first video, like introduction video on Cosmos in 2018, if I'm right, or 2018 end or 2019 somewhere. And I was blown away with the concept that suddenly, because one thing was sure that we are going to live in a multi-chain world, right? But the problem is, if you're going to live in the multi-chain world, you have to find a way for these chains to talk to each other. Otherwise, it's going to be a mess. It's like, okay, I have to go to this country. Okay, I need a visa. I need this. I need, it's like, it's, it's, it's hectic, right? It's not smooth. So, and so when I found out about IBC, of course, IBC was not live then. Uh, and it was like a dream. Honestly, even I thought that, oh, IBC is just another dream because, you know, those days people will come with a new project. They show you some dreams and they disappear, right? And the IBC wasn't live. And so I covered, I, I covered Cosmos and what's their plan is. I was blown away that how all these big blockchains like Binance Smart Chain, Crypto.com, Terra, Matic, all of these blockchains are built with the Cosmos SDK, right? Uh, and Tendermint, right? And I thought, okay, oh my God, these blockchains, they would be one day these blockchains can talk to each other. That would be amazing. And so that got me interested into Cosmos. But then I forgot about it. Be being very honest with you, I forgot about it totally. You know why? Because my first impression was, okay, we will see if the IBC goes live. We'll see if it happens, right? And just about a month ago, I think, and I found, I found out that, oh, the Cosmos ecosystem is blowing. It's blowing every day. So many new systems. The IBC has gone live. And I thought it pulled me in again, okay? And uh, now, and now it's, for me, it's like discovering a new, whole new world. Like, I think that most people are where I was a month ago because everybody is just... Most people, not everybody, most people are lost into Ethereum, layer one, layer two, merge, Bitcoin, all these other blockchains. But very few people are actually really paying attention to Cosmos. You know, and I think that's where the opportunities lies. Because what Cosmos is trying to do is just the ultimate solution. That, you know what, like uh, EVMOS, right? EVMOS is planning to actually connect the entire Ethereum ecosystem to Cosmos. So that's, that's huge. So no, uh, so coming back to uh, the point. So I was just saying that it just blows my mind every day that I find new projects. Uh, yeah, so, so far I found Juno and of course it's a birthday uh, for Juno that you have mentioned on the title uh, and then Evmos and then Osmosis, right? So I think I would love to know like what are the other 
good projects that you're excited about, maybe something that you want to give an overview of some of the good good blockchains on on cosmos that yeah they are trying who are trying to whom which you think will create a larger impact in overall ecosystem um one of the ones that does a lot for the whole entire cosmos ecosystem in general is is uh, akash so akash is cloud computing technology that's decentralized like osmosis and a lot of the different things are ran on akash so akash is like aws except for it's permissionless so like like put it this way osmosis could not do what they do if it was ran on aws because they would have to like hey i need permission and it's like some things happen and changes that need to be done instantaneously they can't be asking people for permission to do it uh so like like uh, osmosis is on you know ran on akash and akash is something that is in my opinion if they could just take a sliver of of market share off of um cloud computing like that could be pretty substantial so i i like i like akash um i like what i i don't really have much full disclosure yet because i don't like how the token is currently struck constructed with some pre-sell and all that but i like bld which is agoric which stands for build because that's what they want to do because the more developers build on javascript than any other language and and computer um so i like that i like secret network because it's programmable privacy i think it has a place because the one of the one of the um feet i don't want to say one of the negatives about crypto in general is that everything is on the blockchain and that's not sustainable for every use case so for example you know like if i go like say we were high school friends and i haven't seen you in 15 20 years or whatever and we're at a ball game and i'm like hey you know i i got you i'll, I'll get the beers or whatever well there's you would find out my address you can find out my address and then see everything i've ever done like that's not sustainable like right now in real life i could just send you 20 dollars like on paypal and the whole world doesn't know it you know um so like pro programmable privacy is good for that point because you can technically still do your transactions privately but it's also auditable like you can you can provide your records so like it, it's also applicable for like voting uh, a lot of people don't see it, but like, so a hedge fund, say they have like a trillion dollars of assets or billions of dollars of assets under management. Well, they don't want their competitors to know every investment they're doing. So like in the future, like I think like stocks are, they're going to die. Like I think everything's just going to be ran on the blockchains. So anyhow, like a few in the future, um, you know, hedge fund will use like say secrets technology so they can invest in whatever, say five, 10, 15 different assets. But then at the end of the quarter, they can still show their records to their their stockholders and you know, like the for tax purposes and all that. They can still show like, hey, like this is what we did for quarter one. These are our investments. We held on to these assets. We sold this, blah, blah, blah. So I think like they have a place in this space and there's a lot of different um, utilities and technologies that can be built or leveraged into Secret Network. Like, there's this one that I'm going to be helping out with. So, like, I, I, I will, it will be like kind of like getting paid and all that. Well, not kind of, it will be. Um, it's called Serenity Show, which is like 
you know, a lot of th- people don't think about it, but like what happens if like you, you pass away or something happens to you? Like how can people that your loved ones understand this stuff? Like how can they get your funds for you? You know? So like Serenity Shields building, um, they're, they're using that, uh, with the private key technology and I can get all into that. I don't want to show them, but like, basically you have to have at least two out of the three different NFT keys. So the person can get access to whatever you have in your strong box, which is like a safe, like a vault, so to speak. And I think that's a cool, innovative way because like, I even think to myself, like my wife knows obviously that I'm in crypto, like hard and big, big, but like what happens if something happened to me, right? Like she's not really, she understands a little bit of it, but it's like, I have a lot of different wallets. It's like, she going to be able to get access to my funds if something ever happened to me, you know? unfortunately came incapacitated or something like probably not like i you know it's it's but that's like a use case like secret technology can do um so like things like that people don't even think about but that's that's one thing i get excited about is like with secret um omniflix i kind of like they're they're not really out out yet but that's kind of like a competitor to like youtube in, in a sense and like with nfts and stuff like that uh i like i like pretty much all different nft platforms because i think nfts are going to be the future and we haven't even like touched the dirt touched the we're not even at the precipice of like what they can potentially be i think everything's going to be an nft so like any pertinent document like health like whatever sort of documentation that you need is going to be an nft um you can do those you know i can get into nfts forever about like what they can do i've already seen it in this space in general maybe not necessarily just cosmos but People, um, when I did an AMA with um, Tangible DAO, which is on Polygon, but basically, like they're investing in real estate, they're purchasing homes or whatever, and you can essentially own a piece of that and get um, you. They have it called the USDR, which is like their stable coin, and it's basically collateralized by the assets that they have. And that's like another investment. Like, yeah, I think it's going to go down a little bit, like in general, like real estate, because it's been so inflated for so long. But those are like the only two things that ever interest me in investing right now is real estate and crypto. So like, I think real estate, you know, is a good investment in general. Maybe not right now, because I do think it corrects eventually, because it's like the you can study the medium household income, like what the price of that has gone up over the last like decade. Compare that to pretty much anywhere in the world. I don't want to say anywhere in the world, but most places of the, in the world and how much that medium price went up on those particular homes. Like it's substantially higher. So like there has to be a middle ground there. You can't like every household price can't go up like 15 X, but then like the house medium prices of people's income go up like say one and a half times like it just doesn't make any sense it's not sustainable obviously so like everything it's all math math always corrects so like that'll correct eventually and unfortunately people will get wrecked and there'll be sell-off and you know the difference between real estate and like say well crypto is that you can sell your crypto pretty much instantly. You can't really necessarily sell your home instantly or get out of your mortgage instantly because you're kind of like on the hook unless people, you know, want to buy it at a crazy valuation and people eventually won't. So like there'll be a correction in that. So like I'm kind of into things that are building stuff around that. Like where I, um, when I was down in Texas, there was this other one. I don't remember what ecosystem it was built on, but it was called Bacon Coin. It was like, you can, take your actual asset your home asset and get a loan against it pretty much instantly 
which is pretty cool because like it's really a pain in the ass if you own something in a rural world to, to go to the bank and get some sort of loan against it they you know it's it's a slow antiquated process and so like that's kind of some cool things i like um and it's just a long shot like i like bitsong which is in cosmos like the market cap's really low because i think the next wave of the the next influx of people into crypto is going to be music um like basically being able to and i don't want to say monopolize but essentially get rid of like the monopolies in the music industry so like bitsong is essentially a music play um, it's it's like having micro economies for artists and giving them access to funds and stuff like that and fans and you know stuff like that. So like I like Bitsong. Um, what else is there? There is what's the other one that I like? Uh, so there's one. It's not in Cosmos, but it's called Ultra, which is like if anyone games, like no matter what type of world economics that are going on people game people spend a lot of money it's billions and billions of dollars in the gaming industry and that's not going away um because gaming is just improving uh, you know every day basically like i i've seen the the evolution of gaming since like atari all the way up to what it is now um i'm a little bit older and i had experiences playing pretty much every video game system like ever and like gaming now is just nuts but the problem with gaming is that you can spend all this money on a particular game or or time time devoted in a particular game you earn all these cool things whether it's like a shooting game your weapons skins all this type of stuff but n now with like what they're doing you're going to be able to sell anything basically you can sell a character you can sell weapons you could sell hell you could sell your game so like and it, what's cool about ultra is it's like you don't even have to know you're even using crypto like they have often on ramps with just like your debit and your credit card, um, which is pretty cool. You can buy like a game because it's just like basically a, a, if anyone's out there familiarized with Steam, it's like Steam, but better. And and it gives more incentives because like a lot of those types of Web2 based things have a lot of, um, what do you want to call it? A lot of, they, they basically take too much off the top. So like with Ultra, they're making it more feasible for, developers and you're giving more back to them and like with something like that like a play like that in my opinion all it takes is one cool ass game to launch on there like one game right and i've seen like say for we use fortnite for example it started with nothing basically and became you know worth billions of dollars and so i'm not saying that the, the next fortnite gets built on um ultra but you know something where it brings in 100, 100 million new users to crypto because there's a lot of people they're already kind of inundated with crypto, but they don't even know that they are. Like people that have played Fortnite, they have what their currency is called V Bucks. So realistically, all these kids are kind of already trained to use crypto in a sense. And it kind of goes like that with all these different games. But now, instead of you spending like thousands of dollars on different characters and different things, you can just sell one of them or sell all of them. Uh, you know, so like that kind of is a cool thing that I think would work and is much needed in just in general. So like me, I'm looking at cryptos as a technology because that really at the end of the day, it's all it is. And I'm looking for what kind of technologies can solve real problems. And I think there's a really big problem in the music industry. And I think there's a really big problem in the gaming industry. And let's face it. Um, everyone listens to music, right? I don't want to say everyone games, but I feel like almost nearly 
nowadays, I mean, every human probably has almost gamed at some point, you know, especially ones that are under, like, say, the age of 40. They have gamed at some point in their life. So whether it's on their smartphone or an actual console or whatever. So that's not going away. Um, so that's kind of what I like, too, in crypto in general. I'm trying to think of anything else that kind of really gets me going right now. Juno does. I mean, it shows about Juno. I just like Juno. Uh, so I'm kind of not selling any of that pretty much. I just keep compounding, 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 add to it when I can. And that's uh, pretty much it with me right now. And, and, and then like, I'm not going to lie. Like, uh, I like, I like crypto.com. I think there's, I think last time I checked, there was like 50 million users on crypto.com. And most of those users don't leave, don't even get off of like the actual centralized exchange. So I think Kronos could be a decent play because that's expanding. I mean, I've, I've checked on it right now. There's a cool, uh, it's called CrowSwap. It just launched, I think yesterday. So if anyone wants to look at it, CrowSwap.com. You could stake their their token, so it's like an Osmo, but it's called Crows, and get really high APRs right now for being early. And I've seen that work out. Like, you don't always want to chase APRs, but if the tech looks good and has a good use case, and you get in early, all you're really getting is like future. We'll we'll just use boomers boomer talk. You're getting futures future shares and valuation of a company. At a, at, you know, at an early stage. So like, you know, when you look at these APRs, I just look at it like you're just getting more of a company at, at whatever, you know, being early. It's kind of what it is. I don't, I don't always recommend chasing APRs by any, by no means don't always chase APRs, but if you really believe in the technology and what it's doing, I mean, I, I chase it sometimes, you know, I'm not chasing all of them, but I'm chasing the ones I believe in. I'm eating them up. Like right now, like, just staking Junos at like almost sixty percent. Is that sustainable? No, but that's why the tokenomics, there's thirdings and halvings, or however they have it structured. You know, you're just getting in early, and um, yeah, I mean that's that's kind of my my play right now is just eating these up as much as I can because you know I do believe there's another bull cycle. When does that happen? I don't know, but like if you're just eating this up now and you're here early and you're growing and you're learning. Like this next run, whenever it happens, whether it's a year from now, two years from now, three years from now, four years, whatever it happens, you know, your life can be changed and you can potentially get your, I think at the end of the day, most of us do this. I know I got in this, not because I want to make money. It's because I want freedom. Like I, when I, when I look at freedom, I, well, first of all, I always view money as a symbolization of time, right? Like I always view, that's the way I've always viewed money. I don't view it like, oh, it buys me this, it buys me that. No, I look at it like it's time, right? Like, I don't know if anyone's ever watched the movie with, it's not, it's, he's not a good actor, but uh, Justin Timberlake, I think it's called In Time or whatever it's called. But basically it's, it's a movie whenever the, the individual turns 18, I believe, they, they have a clock on their forearm and their time starts ticking and they have to buy, they have to work and they have to do things to get more time to their to their forearm right and if it runs out they kind of die and uh, i kind of view and that's not how i got this like kind of notion but i just view money as time because like you think about it you know you have to work x amount of hours to get this money and what does it do really it well it took you time to do that so imagine not having to do that or having the optionality where you're like look you know i don't have to go to this crappy job in real life for 50 hours a week or 60 hours a week to make just to pay my bills 
You know, I want that flexibility where I can do what I want to do, maybe whatever. And I think crypto is going to do that for a lot of people. At least I'm going for it. Maybe I'm wrong. And I always say this too, is, you know, I'm okay with living the old old style lifestyle where like I have to work until I pass away. Like I'm okay with that. Do I want that? Hell no. I don't know who does. If you do and you're like, I don't know, you're, I, I think you're pretty bizarre, but that's fine too. I, I will, I do this because like, well, first of all, it doesn't feel like work. It's a passion. I love doing it, but I look at it like, I don't want to be that guy that's like 70 years old, half in the work just to pay my bills. Like I want to be like, okay, I can do what the hell I want to do whenever I want to do it. And I think crypto does that for a lot of people in the future. So imagine being in Microsoft or Amazon or Google or any of those things early, you know, you started like working, grinding put your paycheck into it, like you could be where we want to be at in the future, just doing whatever the hell we want to do. Because like, I think I think we're not really meant as humans to like work until we're 70 years old. Like it just doesn't seem like that was the purpose of us. But the way stuff is constructed and how unfair the game is, like that's what happens. Like it's just not a fair system. So that's why one of the many reasons I love crypto and more specifically Cosmos. I think it gives us that opportunity to be able to travel the world, see, see our friends and family and hang out and, you know, do things. So hopefully cheers to everyone out there. I, I just love everything that you said about uh, time because uh, there's an abundance of money, but we have limited time. Like we human are, have come with an expiry date. So we all have to leave this planet. Uh, so that just shows that there's a limited time and uh, the money buys your time, right? Uh, and in the meantime, I was also checking some of the projects that you're saying. So one of was Bitsong, and I think you also mentioned Ultra for gaming. I think gaming industry is going to be huge um, for for blockchain because all these in-game characters are going to be NFTs. Uh, and also, like one of the challenges is going to be like how do we connect the the stuff in the physical world to to online world through blockchain, right? That's going to be next. Uh, by the way, have you heard of Asset Mental? Yeah, I, yeah, I've I've yeah. done some shows with them. I I like what they're doing too. Is that they're um, yeah. they're basically being like an NFT marketplace and and bringing value to like all of all of crypto. And I think with um, the new updates with Cosmos, like you're with you being able to send an NFT from one chain to another, and there's no friction there is only bullish for all of us and it's what's needed anyhow you know like one of the, the one of the problems that i have in crypto because i i do love nfts i have to put myself out i have to put myself on time out sometimes i'm like look i don't care how cool or how awesome or what what this new nft is coming out from this point of time to that point of time i'm not looking because i have a lot of nfts and i have like one of my non-financial advice goals was to have an NFT on every blockchain that I think is going to be around in the future, whether that's in Cosmos or not. And I have a ton. Like, you know, I don't know what the floor prices are on all of them, but like I do have one on all of them, but it's kind of annoying. It's kind of annoying, like trying to find them. Like, I just want to like have them all on the same page just to see like, okay, like here they all are, like just to look at them. Okay, this is, again, like I, I don't really advise anyone to buy nfts to look at it for making money i'm sure you could i don't have the time to sit there and like buy them and flip them but 
Um, you know, it'd be cool to just see like, okay, I have these many NFTs. These are like the average floor price for each one of them. And that's kind of like what they're doing. So like, I like, I like that. I, de- I definitely like that. Yeah. I, I, so the founder of Asset Mental is the page is from India. Uh, and I had him on the channel, uh, just day before yesterday, talking to him about Asset Mental. And so that was, that was awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, I just want to like give like maybe there are other people who want to talk, so I just want to shut up now. Uh, but thank you so much for your time, Cosmos. It's been it's been amazing chatting with you here. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for stopping up and uh, having someone to conversate with because it's kind of tough sometimes just kind of talking to myself. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> if, if you if you ever need anything, just let me know, man. Like I so I, so so basically, uh, like I first of all, I already I told you like I, I'm so inspired by your ethos because I always love to talk to someone who is not just talking about technology, who is not just talking about money, but who is talking about the whole philosophy behind uh, the crypto space and blockchain space. So and I, uh, you totally fit in there. Uh, probably what we can do is we I, I would love to have you on my podcast, uh, you know, because that helps me as well because. I am in the process of finding more, learning more about Cosmos. And since you have been studying Cosmos for quite some time, I think you can add a lot of value to to me and to my audience. So maybe we can do a podcast uh, soon. I have actually scheduled a meet if you look at Calendry. So let me know if you find that and then we can chat tomorrow if that's okay. That works oh, okay, for you. so that was you that that did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. I was thinking about. I was actually after the show, I was going to email and say like, you know, I just want to know who this is. So, but yeah, that's awesome for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would love that, man. I know you're in India, so like our time zones are completely crazy because I'm uh, U.S. East. Like right now, it's technically 11 a.m. And I, I, unfortunately, I still do have an in real life job. <laughs> I have to say that in real, oh. but I, I work. Uh, so like really like during the week, I really don't get available. If you look at the, the calendar, like I, I don't really get available till 4 p.m. here. And that's when I like go really hard in crypto. Uh, but like during the weekends, I, I like to do things earlier because one, I feel like all of the types of, of coverage that I do in crypto is really only catered towards like, I don't know, people in America because of just like the time differences. But I understand like crypto in my essence, like, People always get this like American shield on, but you know, crypto can exist without Americans. So like I I like to do things that kind of cater towards other regions of the world because I get more inspired by people you know in other countries, to be honest with you. Because uh, I it, it to me it changes their lives more and it hits home more. You know, like people here in this country are just sleeping at the wheel. You know, they're gonna be like, Oh man, I wish I would have bought, you know, Adam, you know, back in 2022 or what you know like they're gonna say that in the future i really firmly believe that and they're all just sleeping at the wheel they're they're too worried about things that don't matter material materialistic things and uh yeah i just like the philosophy of it and again it gets me going like it excites me it makes sense i want to say i have a lot of experience in life and like this makes sense to me and i and i have a passion for it and i feel I feel my, um, you know, it's, it's kind of like all of our, I don't know, destiny, but like to keep, keep it going, you know? And I, I find the people in this space to be really genuine. Like I got to meet a lot of people and in real life from, from it, this, uh, ecosystem. And it was like, we knew each other our whole lives, you know, it was like, I, I honestly, I hate to say it, but I guess I don't hate to say it. 
I enjoy talking to people in this space more than most people in real life, to be honest with you, because like they're always worried about stupid stuff like politics and all this other stuff. And it just doesn't interest me at all. And I find it boring. Like, like I'll be in a conversation because I, I, I have to speak a lot to different people and different, different backgrounds and all that. But I find every conversation, I just want to turn it into a crypto conversation somehow, some way, like whether it's initially starts off regarding a sports conversation or whatever. I'm like, Oh, let's turn this into crypto. And, uh, but yeah, it's, um, it's always nice meeting people that, or or adding value to the space because the lack of education is like really really uh bad in the space like there there are people doing it don't get me wrong but it's just a huge learning curve so i can you know i'm really grateful for anyone out there that's again whether you have five followers or fifty thousand or hundred thousand or you have 10 subscribers on youtube or a hundred thousand whatever like anyone that's like just doing it you know it's it's a lot of work but it's a lot of fun so appreciate it. I totally agree. I mean, this is a, this is like a rabbit hole altogether. And, uh, and, and I think that that's why I think it's important for like people like you and me really be there and, and, you know, uh, like uh, onboard new people. I mean, that's, that's what excites me that how can I get you buy your first Bitcoin or Ethereum or Cosmos, right? And how can you get, how can I get you excited? that that's that's my high you know that makes me happy if i can help someone uh, on board this space and then i know that it's going to change your life if you really got the crux of it so uh, yeah so i'm actually looking forward to talk to you uh, tomorrow and uh, yeah so thank you so much for your time it's been amazing yeah my pleasure thanks shiv so what's going on thea if you could, last time you were speaking, I was having a little bit of a difficult hearing you if you were a little bit further away from your phone or if you were just talking kind of low. Oh, oh, well, you can hear me well now, right? Yes. All right. Um, I really did want to ask because um, I believe you have been into the educational space for some time now, and I'm located right here in Nigeria, Africa, and I noticed the whole cosmos energy over here is like really on the low, like below 5%, like to my own what I've seen, like below 5%. And um, I really, really want, like every day, every day, even in kind of the hub I'm actually working in, I'm working with like, let me say, a network of like 30, 40 developers here, but uh, most of them are all these other chains. And I, try every day to actually like educate them on UC of Cosmos, IBC, or I do a lot of talking every day. And okay, I've actually gained some few people, but um, I think a lot can be done. A lot can be done like that. And then to ask whether um, there are some tips for guys that should actually follow us. Um, I really want to see a nice Cosmos pull up over here. What was your last, I got most of that. What was your last, you would really like to see Cosmos? And, and then like, I kind of lost you at the very end of that sentence. Oh, oh, oh. I would like um, the last Cosmos community over here. Yeah. Like actually to get them like invested in Cosmos, like in its directly reading, education, everything. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think, <clears throat> I think one of the things I was speaking about earlier with the marketing, I believe we need to do a better job in 
you know, marketing to the everywhere. So it's cool. Yeah, Cosmos Verse was amazing. I didn't get to go, but, you know, it looked amazing, looked like a great time. But we need to have more um, events, like, throughout the world. I mean, I get it. There are a bunch, but they're not, like, Cosmos-based. Like, I did one in Florida. It was called Permissionless. And it was an amazing time, and I enjoyed it, but there was, like, no Cosmos people. But it was kind of fun in a way, too, because, like, every single person that I got to meet, I don't want to say every one of them, but most of them understood crypto um, because, one, they're there. Two, it was during the bear market, so people were paying a decent amount. Like, it wasn't cheap to go. So they were there. They understood crypto for the most part. However, they had zero experience with Cosmos. Like, they didn't understand it. So I got to just all day long for two, three straight days. Well, it was three straight days. Just educate people and potentially onboard a, a bunch of people. I mean, I've been in contact with, uh, you know, several different people that I met from down there that still contact me and, you know, they'll ask me questions. So that was kind of fun because, um, you know, educating people. But it is also nice to be at an event where most of the people kind of understand how the tech works per se. And then now you can kind of like add to that. And my shows in general, I don't necessarily cater as much to someone that's brand new. I do in a way that um, whenever I'll have a developer uh, or a specific team come on the show, I do an AMA. I kind of try to just translate it into normal talk to people because I understand what they're saying, but some of them do not know how to present the information in just a, nor a normal, basic way. So I use analogies and metaphors or whatever to kind of just make it simplistic where the person that's working, you know, all day long, that has maybe a little bit of time to either join in live or listen to the recording, they kind of understand what the hell is going on. So, but I do think we do need to have more events like uh, throughout the globe, you know, whether it's in your, you, you know, every, basically everywhere. And I would be completely, that's one of my goals. You know, it does cost money, but it's one of my goals, you know, is to be able to do more live events. It, it, it is a lot of work. It's, it's fun. You, you have to stand a lot, but we do need to get that out there more to everyone. Just educate people. Because like when I had met all these new people in Florida in May, like their eyes were about to pop out of their head they were so excited about you know what cosmos was and how it worked and one of the the ways that i was educating people was i was using MintScan and mintscan.io you can see like the galaxy so to speak and how every all these different planets are connected and by planets blockchains and it was easier to describe to them like look <clears throat> all these chains are sovereign and if you're trying to teach someone new about it just use the use this and this is what I was using that was really making sense to people. I was like, look at Ethereum and look at Solana as like an island, right? Or you can say a, a planet, and they speak their language. So by their language, they speak Ethereum, they speak Solana, um, but they can't communicate. So I'd be like, when I was speaking to people, I'd be like, imagine if you were speaking Russian right now, and I was speaking English, and I had no clue, and you had no clue what one another were saying to each other. Like we quit. There's a lot of friction. We can't communicate. We really can't do anything. And I was like, that's how all these chains outside of IBC are. Like, they don't know what's going on. They can't trust one another. They don't know what one another is saying. And, but with IBC, 
Like we all know what each other are saying. All the data is there. We could send resources to one another. It, it's just it's how it's supposed to be. And um, you know, I, I always would. I was saying that to people because I'm like, you know, bridges don't work. They're just the they're just basically patchwork. It's like having a br- it's like being on a in a real life bridge that needs it needs done it, it needs fixed. But you know, instead of them fixing it, they just keep patching it, and then over time, it's just gonna it's gonna you know crash. It's gonna break. <clears throat> And I say the same thing. I'm like, you know, IBC for anyone out there, like tech side, it's called Merkle proof. So what Merkle proof is like, think of two blockchains, like point A to point B. Well, they know, all right, we'll say 50 Osmo. There's 50 Osmo on Osmo and you burn it and then you mint it on the other. And there's no way of that transaction failing. And if it did hypothetically, the resources, the data, so to speak, goes back to the original destination. That's why there is not, and there will, there won't be, there's not going to be any sort of bridge hack in IBC because it just knows like the, the codes, it just knows there, there's no way of doing it. But the way like you bridge stuff from like, say Solana to Ethereum, you're like given this data, the central point, right? Like here's all these resources and now what they do is they give you a fake version of that resource over on this other blockchain. And then if anything ever happened to the person that you initially gave your funds to, your data, then you lose everything. Like, so it makes no sense. And like IBC is a way around that. It's, a, it's, like, a, it's like having a postal service, uh, a digital postal service. Like it, the, the, the data just goes, there's no way of saying yes or no to it. Like you would, it just doesn't, it, it, it's hard to explain it in that way. To make it real sound real simplistic but basically there's no there's no middleman there's no people like can can mess with it it's decentralized it's the way it should be um it's the only thing that makes sense to me like in crypto for sending data for one another and that's the future it's it's basically multi-chain and a lot of these cryptos outside of all these blockchains outside of it they always throw out the cute word of interoperability web3 but they don't really ever present any solutions the only one that did it was cosmos so that's why like when i found it i luckily found it like it made sense and i just devoted everything to it because it makes sense to me nothing else really makes sense yes these other chains are cool you can do things on that chain but what happens if you want to leave that chain or get off that chain or send stuff to that chain like it's really unsafe and I don't, it doesn't make sense to me. So <clears throat> that's why I don't really spend too much time and effort on those other ones. So unless it has like a, a project or application has a really cool use case, then I'm not really bothered with it. But the Cosmos, it all makes sense to me. So we're, so how long have you been in crypto for, Theo? So um, I believe I've been in crypto for like um, maybe four years, about four years or so. I got in between or so, I'm between not sure, but I knew I was into crypto then, but I don't think into like deep, deep into crypto. Okay, I, I knew what wallet addresses were, I, I knew private keys, I knew ledgers, I knew how mine works, I knew some of the basic stuff, but I think that was that. I did transactions on crypto dots, but I think I really opened the world. So I think two years ago, when I started actually working on blockchain itself, um, blockchain engineering and stuff, that's when I actually got goodness of crypto. So, yeah. Nice. So I was just reading the comments. L Professor, if you're still in here, I'll find it for you. But there is plenty of resources to 
your your question was what support options are available for non-tech founders looking to build within the Juno ecosystem? It's a very good question. I have it somewhere on my PC, but I'll just reach out to a couple of people. I've um Jake <clears throat> Jake Cardinal is like the most amazing human being. Met him plenty of times. He's basically the one that built Juno from scratch. One of, I should say. And uh he's just a plethora of knowledge, man. Like he I'll reach out to him and he'll he'll send me some stuff and I'll forward it over to you. Just just remind me. If you if you could just DM me so I don't forget. Because after this call, um, I just kind of chill out for the weekend. It's like my time to like hang out with the wifey and kind of like decompress and kind of not think about crypto, although it's like impossible not to. <clears throat> I try to chill out. Plus, like, I'm not going to lie, like the weekends are kind of like a little bit dead for crypto in general. So, you know, I try to, which is, which makes sense. You know, people need to not be on the computer as much and get out and enjoy life too. I mean, there's more than just crypto in the life, in the world. So. I, I don't know where you guys are at, but like whenever it's starting to get a little bit colder where I'm at. So like the last couple of days I had to turn the heat on a little bit and it's like, uh, I don't miss it. Cause it's like really dry in my house. I need to get a humidifier, but yeah, man, Juno's a year. I'm excited. You know, if anyone else has anything to add before we kind of wrap it up, I appreciate everyone by for stopping by and just hanging out, man. Definitely much appreciated. I just kind of winged it at the last moment. It was like Juno's a year. I just want to stop by, shout out. Because uh, the Juno community is really strong. And I think people out there, I forgot to really mention, but there's a lot of cool things being built on Juno uh, or have been built. One in particular is DowDow. DowDow is amazing. Like I met a lot of the guys that built DowDow. Like the tooling is next level. It's really, realistically, um, DAOs are the future. And if anyone out there doesn't know what a DAO is, it's a decentralized autonomous organization. So it's like having a group of people, um, you know, you can have, you know, all kinds of different things. You can vote on things, you can create things, you can have like a portfolio of, of investments and DAOs work, man. Like, I, I don't know if you, if you're, if you see my Twitter, but it's already changing lives. Like DAOs give back. A lot of DAOs give back. Like during the whole, Ukraine and Russia war, there has been DAOs that basically took a certain percentage of their profits and just donated it, you know, and I think DAOs are always in the future because, you know, like uh, even in the real, real world, so like companies, they vote on things all the time. Now you can just use a DAO for that, you know, you, you set it up and it's completely decentralized and you can have different mechanisms in place and you could take that to the next level and people don't really realize this but ethereum was initially um started as a DAO. i mean that's the whole premise of it and it's kind of what juno is but like it's way way more sophisticated more it's just more advanced you know like i look at uh i look at ethereum as kind of antiquated really like i'm grateful for it right you know like it's cool it's almost like it's almost like a, um, I don't know how to explain it, but like maybe like an athlete, like athletes were always good. Right. But like, look at an athlete nowadays compared to an athlete, you know, 30 years ago, like the size, the speed, the explosion, like of all sports, like it's not even close. Right. Like athletes now, um, I mean, it's a, it's a joke. It's a, they're just bigger, faster, stronger. I, mean, I don't want to say smarter, but they're just, they're more advanced. And it's kind of like, 
with crypto and just in technology in general, if you if you are old enough to know like all the different techs, like how how much is changing, right? Like it changes all the time, right? Like a TV just improves like every couple of months. It's like, wow, that TV that just came out is better than the best one. Like that's kind of how tech works. And it's no different in crypto. Like, great, man. I'm I'm so appreciative of you, Bitcoin. I'm so appreciative of you, um, Ethereum. It's almost like you know, you're always supposed to be nice to elderly. You know, it's kind of like your elders. Like I'm grateful for them, but it's like it's just day and night comparing like Juno and, and, and to Ethereum. Yeah, right now Ethereum's obviously gonna have a way more market cap because it's just it's way older, but it's not even close when you want to just compare tech. It's not even on the same realm. Like the technology, especially since Ethereum, you know, it's going to to proof of stake, and and anyone will tell you like Solidity is not it's no nowhere near as good as as Rust. So like it's still on Solidity and it's kind of antiquated. I'm not saying it doesn't have a place, but you know, I I personally have a decent amount of Ethereum. You know, I just like I said, I just hedge everything. I'm bullish on crypto in general. So I don't want to miss the boat. And yeah, I mean, if you think about it, most people that come into crypto, probably their first two investments, even in the future, I know maybe it changes eventually, especially if we do a better job with marketing and just in general. But I even would venture to say right now, if some brand new person came into crypto right now and they're like, hey, let me find out about this. I understand it. They Then what are they going to do first, right? They're probably going to go on YouTube. You type in crypto, you're not going to find Cosmos. There's just no way initially. The algorithm probably won't even allow it. You have to really like, I think the only people that found Cosmos are really the people that enjoy technology and they really study it and are asking themselves questions. I know I did. I started off with all those ones that I'm just mentioning and a few other ones because I went on YouTube. I was like, let's let's study this. And what comes up? Bitcoin, Ethereum, maybe some Cardano. Um, you know, a few other ones, maybe like XRP. So maybe you get into those. But if you start asking yourself questions like, okay, I understand this, but how is one thing going to communicate to the other? Or how is this going to work in the future? Like, you're not going to think that's sustainable. So you're going to ask yourself questions and then hopefully you find Cosmos because that's what happened to me. And then once I found it, I was like, holy shit, like, why? I wish I was in this even earlier, you know? And I think um, maybe that changes in the future where someone goes on YouTube. And they find Cosmos right away. And then instead of them being Bitcoin, Ethereum right off the bat, maybe it's Bitcoin and, and um, Adam or Bitcoin and Juno or whatever. Because that's what we, we need in this space in general is more education. So I think we all just got to do put our part into that. And like I said, no matter, I, I'm cool with, as, as, as long as you're here, you're engaging. I don't care. I don't care if you, like I said, I literally don't care if you have five followers, 50,000 followers. I think we're all the same. I don't think I'm better than anyone. You know, I might have more followers than you, but that doesn't mean shit to me. I just, I appreciate everyone out there. That's, that's all I can say. Like, I'm going to end it on that. Appreciate you spending your time with me. I hope you guys have a rest of your good um, morning, good evening, good night, wherever you're at, and good, have a good weekend. If you guys need anything, I'm always here. So take care, everyone. Cheers. Thanks for checking out another episode of The Ether. That was Cosmos Haas hosting a happy birthday Juno space recorded on Saturday, October 1st, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support.
Put your hands up like you got a couple questions Ain't no misdirection, just a bunch of flexing All aggressive, insane from all directions Smoke blows in when I start a session Plank canvas, blaze up the handlers Rocking back and forth like I got the van stuck Don't grind the clutch, mind your hush Put your mask on and don't touch the antlers Feeling untouchable when I'm on the verse But in the universe, I'm just writing some words Enticing these nerds while I'm laying out my memoirs Like, remember when I had to fight the centaur? I'm a book nerd, let me take you on the journey Lost in the labyrinth, searching out the lost fern For certain, got the taxes included Acting like a writer, never felt secluded Shit and line them up Just another fixed game of try my luck Go lighten up dog. it could always be worse Unless you're in the back of a hearse Then you're dead or putting in new speakers It's a toss up driver or just tweakers Don't stress yo, I've done the research Living life like a bunch of fucking lemurs It's a remake, off the cutting floor we take A little bit of poison and put it in the cheesecake Tastes great, less filling Less stress, more killing As he blew the cornerstone out the building And the box came tumbling down all humble Feels like we're drowning in a little puddle Rebuttal, I should be taking off in the shuttle Getting high in space with the Hubble Spaces. <laughs>